Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to the Manformation Podcast. My name is Skip LaCour, and I will be bringing this Manformation Podcast to you every single week. That's a commitment that I'm making right now. As we go forward, uh, one thing that I've learned is when you publicly say you're going to do something, gives you that extra layer of accountability to make sure you follow through. I want to take the time to introduce myself just for those people who uh, might be listening to this Manformation podcast and maybe you stumbled upon it and you're thinking, what the hell is this? What's the Manformation and who is this Skip LaCour guy? And hopefully, uh, because I'm so consistent every single week with this Manformation podcast, uh, maybe that uh, you... Uh, were so fascinated, so interested, you got so much value out of this podcast. Maybe you listened to podcast uh, number 10 of this round, and I'll talk about that, this uh, round of Manformation podcast. And so you went back to the beginning and said, I got to listen to all these podcasts, and here we are at uh, podcast number one, <laughs> right? And so I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, background. My name is Skip LaCour. I am a coach. I am a speaker. I'm an author. I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, most people know me as a six-time national champion drug-free bodybuilder. And uh, that was a, a passion of mine, uh, still is, uh, for over 28 years. Uh, man, I tell you, when I uh, fell in love with a bodybuilding, I was 27 years old, which is relatively older uh, for someone who uh, made a life <laughs> out of bodybuilding. And uh, at that time, I was just looking for what I could do with my life. I, I believed I had special talents and some uniqueness, and I was looking for a way to express it. And so when I ran into bodybuilding and training at the age of 27, I knew once I got going, I knew that this was my way to feel special, unique. It was a perfect combination of what I was looking for. That was something that I was naturally talented at doing, not just because I loved it and I wanted to work hard. Uh, I, wa I loved it and I wanted to work hard too, but being naturally talented is a very important thing, especially in bodybuilding. I think it, it's really important in a lot of areas of life if you want to be outstanding. All right? You can't just have this desire. You can't just work hard. You can't just know everything about it. I mean, natural ability is a huge, huge uh, part of the success formula. It's not everything. It's not everything to success and happiness, but it makes a real big difference. In the bodybuilding world, where I come from, there are a lot of guys who fall in love with it. Uh, as you get to know me through uh, these uh, Manformation podcasts, I hope that this is uh, just the beginning of a journey that we go on. And uh, maybe uh, if you're listening to this, you've known me throughout the years as a bodybuilder, may know all about Manformation, personal development, and uh, you'll get to know uh, my story and uh, my perspective of the world and why you might want to entertain what I have to say and where it actually comes from. Uh, but in, in the bodybuilding world, uh, there's a lot of uh, men who uh, go to it for whatever reasons, and they're dedicated, they love it, and uh, they get so frustrated because they're not really genetically gifted and they uh, get so mad and angry and they're putting so much effort and they probably do know more than a lot of people <laughs> who are doing it and it frustrates them that the other people get attention and respect and uh, so much 
of it is because their genetic uh, abilities, things that uh, they were born with, uh, along with their hard work and talent. And, uh, you know, it's just something to think about uh, when you want to be outstanding, you want to be great, you want to live a life of passion and contribution and it just to flow with just everything flowing together, right? Not uh, so much grinding, uh, finding your place in the sun, so to speak. You know, natural ability, as you choose that, it is a very important thing. Uh, it, it's not everything, but it's it's important if you can um, kind of really think about the process and you know, it's not just something that you love, that you're willing to work hard, that time flies by, but also that natural ability. See, that's what I was looking for in my life uh, when I ran into bodybuilding. So, man, I was all in. I've been all, uh, well, I've been dedicated to fitness uh, for uh, the last 28 years. And, uh, again, um, I became a six-time national champion drug-free bodybuilder. Uh, I was like the big fish in the smaller pond of bodybuilders. And, um, it, you know, in addition to the championships and everything that came with that, uh, all the good, the bad, and everything in between, uh, what I really loved about it is how I can share my passion uh, with men all over the world and, and this connection from our perspective uh, because we have this mutual passion for bodybuilding and training. And so with the training and the eating and the lifestyle, but the mindset is what I was uh, really passionate about. Uh, I knew that success in bodybuilding came down to mindset. And that kind of, you know, stacks upon where I was in my life at that time. I fell in love with personal development uh, at the age of 21. A uh, co-worker of mine uh, took me to a Zig Ziglar seminar, the late, great Zig Ziglar, and I was just hooked. I was just fascinated. I was obsessed with personal development uh, from as a motivational speaker, peak performance type speaker, all those influencers uh, right then. And so six years later, I was looking for what do I love to do? Uh, what uh, Am I willing to work so hard that uh, hours feel like minutes? Um, what can I contribute value to other people? And then what was I talented at? So I spent six years looking for that thing. So when I found bodybuilding, man, I, I tell you, I was all in. Uh, over the years, I, I've learned a lot of more reasons why I was so driven to succeed. But if you were to do a Google search of me, I mean, the most of the pictures you'll see um, from my articles, uh, my videos, uh, contest pictures, and uh, the contribution in the bodybuilding and training world. And uh, so that's what most people know me as. Uh, what this Manformation show is all about and what I'm all about is kind of back where I started when I was 21 years old. And uh, I knew I wanted to be like Zig Ziglar. He had such an impact on my life. He opened up my mind to I can be better. I can change my world. I, my world was you know, tough in my 20s. And I didn't realize it was, it was tough because that was just my world. And uh, the connection with Zig, he went out of his way. I would send him back in the day when there was no emails or even faxes. And he would, e he would send me letters back. And it just made such an impact. I wanted to make that uh, contribution. And uh, so along the way, I, it opened him up to catalogs of all the audio seminar uh, courses. Uh, back there, there were cassette tapes. And, <laughs> and then the books that I read and all the different uh, personal development speakers. And it led me to a very special relationship with, uh, with Tony Robbins. Um, and uh, I just immersed myself in all his work. I have so much respect for that man. Um, 
read his books, uh, bought his uh, audio seminar course, uh, Personal Power, uh, back in the day. You know, late night infomercials back then, I bought it. Actually, I bought it twice <laughs> from back then, and I really immersed myself. Um, I, I read all of his books. I went to his seminars. I started staffing at his events. I even was like his uh, a volunteer bodyguard, and, you know, I had a unique privilege to spend uh, some time miking him up and being in a limousine with him uh, to the events. Uh, I became such a, a standout, uh, such an example of excellence with uh, Tony Robbins and his teaching. Uh, I even studied back in those days he would have um, how he became Tony Robbins, how he gets through to people, how he understands all of this. And I would, in addition to all the hundreds of thousands of dollars that I spent um, investing in all his courses and seminars all around the world. Uh, I went to a, a week-long seminar where he taught his personal skills, and that was that was life-changing. And this was like 20 years ago for some uh, ridiculously low low amount of money, uh, like at that time, like $4,000, $3,000 or something. And he just gave us all for like 10 hours a day. And, uh, again, it really... Uh, led me to where I am right now. And uh, so much so an example of excellence with Tony Robbins, he chose me with all the celebrities and, and all the politicians and all the famous people, businessmen, uh, that he's influenced. He, uh, he chose me to be on an infomercial uh, where it promoted his his product. It promoted uh, it, it promoted his, uh, his seminar course, uh, personal power. And so... Uh, that was a big thrill, and as time goes on, I mean, that he would choose me and what I accomplished to spread his message. It's one of the biggest compliments uh, that I probably have ever received as someone who knows people like Tony Robbins, um, and especially over time, that is really stacked up. And uh, it, it's a big compliment, and when I think about that, it gives me more power to come to you uh, here today. Um, so that's a little bit about me. Uh, personal development, uh, I was always... Um, fascinated with it. I didn't know what it was at the time when I was like 10 years old in sports and I would see uh, you know, young athletes, 10-year-olds, 11-year-olds, uh, right? And there would always be the one guy who just achieved so much and he didn't have the physical capabilities. I had physical uh, abilities, uh, probably that was above average, but I wasn't able many times uh, to uh, bring my talent out to be as good as that that one kid who um, just had the mindset, he was gutsy, he took risk. Um, you know, I, I kind of understand now how you're brought up with family. You're going to learn a lot about me through these Manformation podcasts uh, about, uh, you know, how this all, uh, you know, developed my fascination, how to get more out of myself, what held me back. But I was always so uh, fascinated how these guys could get so much out of themselves. And that's what started my fascination with personal development, my obsession. And uh, even as a, a young tweener, like 13 years old, I would listen to talk radio shows where it would be all kinds of advice uh, on AM radio, and I have done, been doing that <laughs> ever since. I've listened, I mean, thousands of hours of, uh, thousands of hours of uh, questions and answers in life and everything like that ever since I was like 12, 13 years old, <laughs> right? And that's probably what l leads me here, uh, creating this life that I've created uh, with, with the podcast, it's it's an extension of what I, the personal development, uh, 
the the podcast and and, and everything and 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 teaching was uh, what made so much of an impact on me in my life. I'm the creator of the Man Formation Personal Development Program for Men. You know, uh, that is uh, personal development, confidence, leadership, influence, persuasion, stepping into your power, setting goals, lifestyle. Uh, and it was it's my 33 years in personal uh, development uh, from and then my my 28 years as a leader in fitness, dealing with so many men. And it was my journey uh, after I spent like so many years. I quit my job. I was so focused on becoming uh, a champion bodybuilder and living that lifestyle. I secluded myself. So, you know, I had to, uh, I retired at 41 years old, and I I had to uh, come out of that world. And I was retarded. I I stunted my emotional growth, my mental growth, my uh, sensory acuity to the world because I was so focused as a bodybuilder. And it was very uncomfortable because people had a lot of high expectations for me, and I felt very awkward, uh, uncomfortable in my own skin. And so I I just couldn't stand uh, that feeling, and so I worked so hard breaking it down. Uh, Again, body language, uh, voice qualities, uh, facial expressions, uh, creating great frames, influence, persuasion, uh, the mindset involved to become the very best, bring my talents out. I had to come up to speed quickly. And, uh, you know, part of that reason, too, right, so when I was done competing and, and living that lifestyle, uh, I would always find ways to get in the company of, uh, of famous people, to, uh, and I would create a win-win situation so they'd mentor me. And so uh, Marshall Silver is a motivational speaker. I, I connected with him. Uh, I reached out, and I traveled all around the country, flew in his private jet, became his right-hand man, and that's what really exposed me, that all these people just respected me, uh, just the way I looked, what they knew about me, how, how he would pump me up, the, the um, proximity that I had to him, and it, they, all these high expectations, I didn't feel comfortable, <laughs> and I had to come up to speed. And so I broke down these man-formation qualities, uh, just like I did with bodybuilding, and I created this course that was my journey. And then I said, man, i got to teach this stuff. And so it turned into an 11-hour course, I call it, the mindset and action of the powerful alpha male leader. And again, it was my journey, something I was extremely passionate about, that I got obsessed about on top of my obsession. And then so many men, because of all those years of the respect of all the men, what they respect me as a bodybuilder, uh, they said, hey, what's this man formation course? Uh, I've invested in his DVDs and his audio seminar courses, bodybuilding, and it, it just changed so many men's lives. Uh, it, it was like a whole bunch of magic tricks, things that you kind of heard about, like, Ever as a boy, they were able to immediately step into it and get so much out of it. So many of them uh, came to me uh, for one-on-one coaching, and not bodybuilding and training coaching. And that's when I talk about the coach that I am. Is uh, You know, a lot of people call it life coach. I really do not like uh, that term, life coach. I mean, it's your life. You've got to make decisions. I call myself a success fulfillment and accountability coach and uh, success are all the goals that you believe that will make you happy right Uh, all the goals you want money relationships achievement connection um, all the goals that you have it's you believe at some level make you happy so these goals that you go for you drive you get you up early in the morning late at night to do things that other people wouldn't do fulfillment is a big part and uh, that's something i want to talk about uh, during this uh 
podcast, one of the lessons that I've uh, learned and, uh, is that um, if you're not happy along the way, if you're not getting fulfillment while you're achieving your goals, I'll tell you, it's a horrible place to be. Even if you're getting some of the fulfillment, but it's not what it's meant to be. Because what's going to happen is if you want to be happy and fulfilled in life, you can't give up. You tried hard. You set these goals. You achieved them. And then, you know, just sit there. Sometimes uh, they don't make you happy. And then what are you going to do? You're going to just sit there and say, oh, well, I guess I'm not happy. Or are you going to pick it up and and rethink the whole process and, and set your sights on another goal? Well, I'll tell you, it takes a lot of courage. It took a lot of courage to even set the goals and work so hard to achieve the ones you did before. Now you've got to do that all over again, hoping that this one works out, that you'll be happy. Fulfillment along the way is really, really important. Success, fulfillment along the way, and then accountability. Uh, we all can use a coach. I myself, I have coaches because we all lack objectivity and perspective. We all go through these emotions, and they block us in. Sometimes they help us out and make you the great man that you are. Um, Sometimes they can hold us back, too. Uh, When you um, have objectivity and perspective and accountability to the promises that you made yourself uh, every single week, that's the type of coaching I do. I talk with men all over the world, over the phone, 45 minutes to an hour. We talk on the same day, uh, at the same time, every single week. That structure, that sense of uh, certainty and control and it it makes them step up and not forget about it. They think about that call that's coming up every Wednesday, think about it on Monday and Saturday and they think about the last one that they had and the one that's coming up and that uh, that accountability. I've had uh, men who have been with me for four years talking every single week because they know the power and uh, the success fulfillment accountability coaching. So that's that's a lot about uh, me, and uh, you'll learn more about my stories, uh, all the pain and the pleasure. I, I think it's important uh, that uh, I tell you that right here. Uh, and a couple of things uh, is one thing that I've learned in, in this podcast is going to be about all the lessons that I've learned in 2017. I want to share uh, my passion and my knowledge and my insight that I've learned in my 55 years on this planet, pushing myself and, and doing things. Uh, but it's more than my experience. It's, I've helped dozens and dozens of men uh, through this coaching, this success, fulfillment, accountability coaching, uh, for literally thousands of hours, okay? On top of the 33 years in personal development and my obsession ever since I was 10 or 11 years old, <laughs> Right? And, and working with the masters like Tony Robbins and other per, personal development coaches, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, attained this knowledge from feeding my obsession. Right? It's important I tell you all that because why would you entertain what I have to say? Right? Who's this bodybuilder guy? He's a bodybuilder. What is a bodybuilder? No, hey, tell me about sets and reps. Right? So, um, so you know, I've, I've talked for uh, about 20 minutes uh, setting the foundation here. Uh, I know a lot of uh, the men who are listening uh, to this uh, first, uh, I guess, of this run of this uh, Man Formation Show podcast. Uh, you know a lot about this. Uh, and uh, if, if it's a refresher, right? Um, one thing that I learned in, in 2017 is a lot about influence and persuasion. I want to share that with you um, in some of my very best lessons learned in 2017. I have this, these years stacked up of focusing on this, obsessing about this, 
and I have uh, so many uh, hours and money invested in learning from the masters, and I have thousands of hours talking to men just like you. It comes from that perspective. And one thing I've learned about influence is that uh, was big for me in 2017 is that repetition is influential. Repetition is influential. And what do I mean by that? You know, we have this world, uh, and I'm going to talk about how people's attention spans are so short. And you put yourself out there, and sometimes we believe uh, that people know our story. Uh, they know where we've come from. They know why you are the man that people should listen to. You've got great value. You want to share your value with other people, but you can't seem uh, to persuade people, convince people. They can't see your value, and it gets frustrating. Well, one thing that I've realized in 2017 is I assume people, I would post so many articles and blog posts and videos and talk about so many things, and I was under this assumption that everybody knew it. I don't have to talk about it anymore because everybody knew it. And that's just not true at all. And the people who want to know these, that it's going to help them, they don't mind hearing it again. It just uh, re it establishes why they're investing their time in you. So, you know, that's one lesson from 2017. I make it very clear now who I am, what I'm all about, what value I have to provide. If you're this type of man uh, who uh, is like this, you can benefit from my message or you it's, it's my sincere hope and prayer that you will entertain it, and that's where it comes from. That's in what manformation is all about, who it's for, who it's not for, how you can benefit, and where uh, this information, inspiration, this insight comes from over and over and over again. So, uh, you know, that might be a, something for you to think about. If you're not getting everything you want in life, you might assume everybody knows who you are, what you're all about, what you have to offer, and there's not a lot of Repetition, something to think about. There's the first lesson of 2017. So I am. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about the the top ten, <laughs> uh, top ten best lessons learned in 2017. But it's really not about me. I, uh, you may not even know who I am. That's why it's important that I tell you where this insight comes from, how uh, I I got it. <laughs> okay. Now I, I want to tell you that I did this three years ago. And, uh, you know, uh, looking for ways uh, to connect with uh, the people who have followed me for all these years, uh, building uh, my influence, uh, sharing my knowledge, uh, you know, building my business. Uh, men just like you who come to me for one-on-one -on -one coaching. I was looking for uh, something to, to talk about, uh, a, a podcast. And, uh, and I saw that people were talking about their best lessons. And in at the end of uh, 2014, and so what I did, I, I literally it took me like 10 minutes to jot down some things because again I I think about this stuff. I'm in this think tank. I've been fascinated. I've been obsessed about. It. I talked to men for you know literally hundreds of hours a year. It, it, it took me like 10 minutes to put this list together, and the uh, the feedback I got, and I just did the podcast, and it was so well received. There was so much insight and, and distinctions that men got from them. one. A particular gentleman who uh, lives in Australia, Mick, uh, and he's been coaching with me one-on-one -on -one every single week for four years. He's a just an extremely driven, but and good guy, good guy too, successful, and he got so much, you know, out of that podcast. He said, and he he down well, he he refers to it all the time. I mean, he took some gambles because of it, and he bought a great piece of real estate, his home in Sydney, 
and uh, that one invest, investment alone is, uh, has appreciated so much in value, and he really credits uh, the podcast that I did uh, like this at the end of 2014. And so because of that feedback, I thought it would be a shame if I come from this perspective. I talked uh, with men just like you for you know hundreds of hours. I think about this stuff all the time. So I think that uh, that's how I'm going to start off this Man Formation Show uh, podcast, <laughs> uh, talking about the best lessons that I learned in uh, 2017. Now, I, I referred to it a couple times. I said uh, this round of the Man Formation podcast. Um, I've, I've done the Man Formation podcast now uh, for uh, about nine years is when I developed this whole Man Formation concept. So this podcast is really uh, nothing new. Um, it's just that it's it's... I did it for chunks of time, like I think two separate times I did it for 100 days in a row every single day, right? Because uh, when I get on to something, I, I'm all in, right? Uh, so uh, if you were to search the Internet, maybe even on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, uh, Blog Talk Radio, uh, you'll see a lot of my information podcasts. But this is, I'm going to take it week by week. We're going to develop a relationship week by week by week. And uh, my roots are in podcasting. I've always loved podcasting. I was, uh, I jumped on podcasting uh, very early uh, in, in my journey. Very early in my journey, I did bodybuilding training podcasts, again, the Manformation podcast, uh, before it just really exploded. And this is what I realized, uh, is that the men who listen to podcasts, you know, my style, my information, my way of teaching is best on podcasts, where you can just plug it in and listen to it. And... Uh, you can you can plug it in and listen to it and you know maybe do some other things but it's just a way of slowly but surely taking in information i got to tell you is over the last few years i got away from podcasting and i i really uh, jumped on to how can i be an influencer on social media and with all the videos and and uh, the posts and and all the different social media platforms and um, although I made a lot of progress, there is one thing that I've noticed is that the attention span is so short for you to compete on social media. And uh, you can learn how to compete. You can learn how to get a lot of likes and views. And I, I've done that uh, over this past year. My influence has really uh, expanded. It's just that uh, for what I do, I mean, I'm passionate about changing people's lives, changing men like you, their lives. And although I succeeded and uh, becoming more influential and getting all the likes, loves, the shares, the views, and everything like that, um, I don't think that I progressed on changing people's lives. It's like I succumbed <laughs> uh, to uh, the way the everybody's short-term uh, gratification, everybody's short attention spans, and I fulfilled that, and I got away from my message. So that's why I'm starting uh, this podcast uh, that's a little bit uh, about the background, but I've been doing podcasts for a long time. But I'm back. Uh, I'm committing to doing this information podcast every single week. All right. So let's talk about uh, the best lessons that I've learned from two, seven, 2017. Um, using now that you know where this all comes from. All right. So a lot of my personal experience, uh, but mostly what I observed uh, as I've been, you know, just studying people to expand my influence and all my one-on-one coaching clients. All right, so uh, lesson number one, the best lessons learned in 2017 is that you can't hold back if you want to be great and stand out. You just cannot hold back. 
right? The world is way too competitive now with social media and everybody having access to uh, you know, great websites. Everything is so easy. When I started 20 years ago, it was, you had to be mentally tough. You had to be persistent. You had to be gritty to learn the technology, to put up uh, great videos of uh, quality and, and pictures and build websites and things like that. I never got into the code part, but it was very involved. Now, everybody with a thought and an idea and charisma, uh, with a message, you're competing with them. All right, to become the best. I mean, it kind of sounds so obvious is that you can't hold back. You know what I've learned, and again, this goes back to why I believe in fulfillment along with that success. Is that uh, what I realize is with my bodybuilding career, how I just went for it, and how since I retired 14 years ago, how much I was holding back, and I see it all the time. People talk about balance, right? They they talk about balance and they have to be balanced. And I'm telling you. Um, you know, every words are just words. It's how you execute them, right? But I think that concept of balance throws people off, and they're not all in. They're not using all their talents and ability to the fullest, and then they're competing against somebody who is. And that stacks up over time, and they're getting demolished. Uh, that person who's all in is learning all these distinctions and strategies that put them so far ahead, and the person who's balanced and good and competent, and they know they're a good person, they can't figure out why they can't compete. And I'll tell you, if you want to be great, if you want to be outstanding, the best things in life are reserved for the people who are the best, who are truly outstanding, especially now with all this competition. If you are holding back, whether you realize it or not, you have no chance. You have no chance. You have to be obsessed. All right, now, I know what you're thinking when you hear that word obsessed. Oh, that's bad. A lot of people uh, they talk about balance. They may even think they have balance and they're great at things and they don't think they're obsessed. You know, words are just words, all right? So whatever obsessed means to you, a lot of negative commentations, a lot of people, so if you're thinking, oh, I'm not going to be obsessed, that's bad, right? So it's just a word. It's just how you describe it, all right? So uh, the way I describe it is that you're, you just love what you do. You're committed to what you do. You believe in what you do. You don't hold back. You you're not afraid to stick out. You're not afraid to get the criticism. You're not afraid uh, to have your life imbalanced for a while, and later on it catches out. And you just love the process so much, you're obsessed with it. Everything aligns. You know, it isn't like you live one life over here, and then you turn on the camera and you live a different life. When it's all aligned, that's what greatness comes from. And I'll tell you this, if you see, if you're competing against these, these people and you think, I'm just as smart as him, you know, I'm better looking, uh, whatever the qualities you think you have and you, you think they're so far ahead, whether you realize it or not, uh, they're all in. They're obsessed, all right? So, you know, I know that word may, obsessed may have some negative connotation. So what I want you to think about this is the word that I've attached to, and I talk to my wife, Carrie, about this all the time. It's using all your talents and abilities and lining up in that congruent, fluent way. All of your gifts and talents. And you become what I call joyfully obsessed, where everything aligns in your life. There's, it's not sectioned off. This has to be balanced. This has to be balanced. It just all flows joyfully aligned, where you really love the process. There's no place you'd rather be. And it takes a lot of thought. See, with my coach, I'm going to talk about it, is uh, set your life up like a contest, right? And it's a process I do with my one-on-one -on -one coaching clients. So I stimulate thought. I've gone through this process. Uh, with my wife, I've helped a lot of men. 
So your whole life aligns this way. Again, I'm going to, if, if there's anything that stimulates you to take action, you want to get a hold of me, you're interested in this one-on-one coaching, uh, email me at skip at skiplacor.com. I really uh, do whatever I can to talk to people who are hungry, who are driven. Maybe you're in a sense of pain. So if there's anything I say and you just want to shut off uh, this podcast and take action, or while you're listening to this podcast, email me at skip at skiplacor.com. I'll even have my phone number uh, posted to my Google phone. Right? But it's this whole set your entire life up like a contest. And that is uh, the best lesson that I learned about life in 2017, number two. And that's to set your entire life up like a contest and win big there too. Now, I'll tell you, being a competitor, and I, I realize this is not just for bodybuilding competitors or fitness competitors, but there's one thing. If you know me from that background, maybe you've experienced too, there is nothing better than contest preparation. Every minute of the day, you have to be accountable. You have to be accountable for everything you do, all your time, your energy, everything is has to be aligned. It's just a game every single day, every minute from your, your eating to washing your clothes to getting to the gym to your cardio to how you fit in work, if, you know, it's just a pressing game. You see your progress. You have, here's the big thing. You have this imagination how, whether it's 20 weeks, 10 weeks, whatever, away, you have this imagination of how it's all going to come together, all of your hard work with your physical body. On a specific date, on stage, you visualize that like 100 times a day. And everything you do reverse engineers every single day. You get up early, you stay up late. There's this check and balance system where if you're not doing it, you feel bad. If you are doing it, you feel great. It's a, just an amazing journey. When they talk about life isn't the destination, it's the journey. That is so addicting about contest preparation. It pushes you. And, and you know the funny thing about it, it's, it's all your imagination. It's all your sense of control. There's no guarantees, but you get to believe that you have uh, this sense of control. And everything and every day matters, and you are in control. You can make that happen. The more you can do that, the, the better the contest preparation is. The harder you work, the better uh, you will do on that contest day. And, and I'll tell you this, it doesn't even matter if you win or lose when it's all over. It's just when you left it all before, you did everything for such a long period of time, you knew you stepped up more than anything else. And uh, it's not easy. Uh, some days you think, look at me, I'm awesome. This is going great. I'm going to win that show. I see it in my mind. There's nothing better. And then two hours later, <laughs> you're going, who do I think I am? Why am I doing this? It's not going to pay off. And you look, you look at yourself. Who am I kidding? And then two hours later, you're back on it. It's not an easy journey. It's that faith. Control, control, control. I'm going to talk about that, uh, some of the best lessons I learned in 2017. But I realized uh, it's not just for my uh, friends and the men who I work with who have uh, entered a contest. They know that feeling. Right? But it's also people who uh, set up structure things like the military and all the steps, uh, school education, getting degree after degree into adulthood. Religion could be that way too. Uh, structure, steps, certainty, control. Uh, someone has lined out a lot of things you can do and you just check, 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 check. There's no better feeling in the world. And that was part of my challenge. Um, when I retired from competitive bodybuilding, I knew I needed more than to win the trophy and the titles because that only got me so far and so happy. And I was all in. 
my life was the contest. And it only worked to a certain level. It didn't bring me that whole level of fulfillment. And what I realized, I was missing that feeling for the 14 years. I, I, nothing in life compared. I was t- playing it safe. I, wasn't, I was afraid. I wasn't all in. But I didn't realize this. I was working hard every single day. I was accomplishing things too. But nothing compared to that feeling of being in a contest. And so uh, my wife, she's, uh, Carrie, is a former competitor too. And over 2017, we developed this concept of set your entire life like a contest to win big two. Imagine what it would be like if you know what it's feeling to have that contest, have that certainty and control and that passion and pushing yourself every day and you're visualizing what success is, but you got more than a plastic trophy at the end. What if you took the time to consider all the facets to have the life so you have total fulfillment, not just a plastic trophy? And so uh, this is a book that I'm writing uh, along with another book that I'll tell you about, Confessions of a Recovering Bodybuilder. It's a matter of trust, Confessions of a Recovering Bodybuilder. Uh, those two books that I'm writing right now, one will be done in uh, 2018 very soon, and the other one later on. And uh, so it's a matter of trust, Confessions of a Recovering Bodybuilder, and set your entire life up like a contest to win big there too. Uh, both of these concepts is what I've lived, and I have thousands of hours with my one-on-one coaching clients, how they benefited. Now it's time to write the book. Uh, so I get away uh, from just the intense one-on-one so that everybody can benefit. And, you know, that's going to start the process, and then they'll come to me uh, to come to my seminars that I have planned and also my one-on-one coaching. All right, so when you can set your entire life up like a contest where everything aligns and you feel that sense of control, it doesn't even have to happen, but if you can live that, you're just going to live a totally passionate life. And that's one of the big things I learned in 2017. My wife and I, we've set our life up like a contest. And it's just amazing an adventure, whether winning or losing. Because I'll tell you this, when you talk about 2017, you're going to hear all this knowledge and insight, and I hope that this is benefiting you. Here we are in just uh, number two, and I've already been going uh, 38 minutes, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, in the results, have they, it was a good year, not a great year. Uh, but this, and that's another lesson I learned, that things don't work in 12-month periods of time, 365, no matter what goals you want to accomplish. But the knowledge, this was a massively productive knowledge. That's why I'm so passionately here sharing it with you, to get you to think, right? So what we've done is we've set our entire life up like a contest, wouldn't be there too. And we visualize where we want to end up with our kids and our family. And uh, sometimes we're ahead, sometimes we're behind, but we're loving every minute of it. And sometimes it's kind of an interesting feeling because uh, we're enjoying the process so much and enjoying life and living with passion. And we've got to keep track of that scoreboard, too, because the results are everything. All right. So uh, number two is how to set your entire life up like a contest and win big there, too. Uh, one of the most important lessons that I've learned about life in 2017. Third lesson is systems. All right, you got to have systems. And what do I mean by systems? Okay, so we have all these strategies from get point A to point B. And one might be how to do a podcast. Uh, one thing I did is a lot of live videos in 2017. Um, for you, it could be fitness or getting ahead in your job. And everybody now is, uh, they're saying they've got the best strategy to build your online business, to, to build your body, to whatever it is. And this is the best strategy to use, all right? What I've learned in 2017 is that systems are so much better than the perfect strategy. 
If the perfect strategy is so burdensome or so complicated or it doesn't align with your life, it doesn't matter if it's the perfect system. Uh, having, in, like, just say the perfect system is a scale from 1 out of 10, it's a 10. And you have a set of strategies that are 7.5, but you execute them because it's just, it's not so burdensome and you can do it. That 7.5, 7, 7, 7.5 strategy is so much better to get you to your goals than getting hung up on having the best strategy. By the way, that's highly debatable anyway. And even if you did get the best strategy, do you have the mindset to actually execute it, to appreciate it? Systems, systems, systems. And uh, part of my growth in 2017, I have a book that I want you to read. Uh, a lot of the lessons that I learned that catapult me, all right, uh, was from a book that I read by Scott Adams. And it's uh, How to Fail at Almost everything and still win big. Scott Adams, I want you to read that book, uh, How to Fail at Almost Everything and Still Win Big. Now, stacked upon, you know, my experience, my journey, it just created so many, so much clarity in so many areas. And the systems thing is just huge. It's, it's massive. You know, I'll tell you is that uh, in 2017, I bet I had, did about 300 live broadcasts. Now, I created, I had complicated uh, systems, I had complicated um, technology and equipment and 4K quality, and I was, I'm convinced, and uh, maybe that's how you're even listening to this podcast, is that that's how with video and live broadcast, I've always been someone who jumped on uh, to the newer trends. Uh, Facebook actually flew me out uh, to their, when they uh, made it available to non-celebrities because I would, had access to it, and uh, I was so active on it. They flew me down when they launched it to the whole world. So they flew me down to Hollywood, California, uh, me and about 15 other people because uh, we were so active on live broadcast. And again, what I've learned, though, is that I would, I would be early in the gym. I'd take it on location. And uh, what I learned, and I'm going to talk about this, is that you know, influence, you know, making your mark, it's like one grain of sand moved uh, on a scale at a time. And you just little grain by grain by grain until the, the scale tips. A lot of times we want to do something. Maybe it's a video or do a workout or, or do something for our business. We learn about email marketing or whatever it might be. And we put so much work and effort and so much anticipation and hope that this is going to be the thing that changes the whole business. That's not how influencing anybody to build your business, to build yourself, to create a relationship. It's really by moving one grain of sand. And it's so important follow through. Even if it's not the best uh, strategy, the best quality of the video, right? You want to have the best quality, but if you can't follow through with systems that, that work, uh, then you're not going to follow through. You're not going to move the grains of sand. You're going to be inconsistent with it. You know, uh, as I do this Manformation podcast, uh, I'm just going to do it once a week, not go overboard with it. I've done things where I brought this elaborate equipment to the gym, and it's beautiful, beautiful presentation, right? Graphics on my live videos that I'm using this example for, but it, it was not sustainable. It wasn't, you know, sustainable uh, for me to do forever, and so I had to figure out better systems. So don't get hung up on the best strategy. you got to take action. Trust me on this one. Seven and a half strategies, uh, stacked, those stacked over time are better than the perfect strategy that you don't follow through. 2017 was uh, I learned the value of systems. I, again, I want you to read that book by Scott Adams, how to fail at almost everything and still win big.
All right, lesson number four, life lessons, the best life lessons that I learned, the top ten best life lessons that I learned in uh, 2017. Pain drives people to do great things. Pain drives people to do great things. And I've noticed this with social media. There's so many people uh, with their greatness, right? Maybe they're selling you a program. Maybe they have the best physical body. They have all these Lamborghinis and cars, and they've got these best. They're awesome at business. I know it could be at relationships. It could be at with their body, right? Uh, one thing I've learned about myself, especially over time, all the thousands of hours spent with men, greatness, I'll tell you, pain is the driving factor. It's the thing we lock in on. Okay, if I get this Lamborghini, if I build this business, if I build this body, it will get me out of pain. Now, a lot of times we don't understand that. It just makes sense to us. But when you dig deep, the reason why we can dot every I, cross every T, is because we hang on to it. It'll get us out of angst. It'll get us out of pain. It's really important that you understand that in yourself so you accept that pain. I'll tell you... uh,